going beyond the headlines, getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Provincial Treasurer in the Klein government, Jim Dinning, joining us now. Mr. Dinning, thank you so much for your time. Mr. Denning, thank you so much for your time. I want to start off by asking, as your government came into power, how did you deal with deficits and debts? Well, first of all, we uh, we got some help from outside, credible outside people, to define the problem. We didn't just jump into it, you know, both feet first and head first. We, we asked Marshall Williams and George Cornish and others to help define the problem. We did a financial review commission. And then uh, we took that out on the road. And the Premier of Alberta at the time, Rolf Klein, master communicator that he was, went out and told Albertans, here's the truth. Don't believe me. Don't believe us. But this is what outside credible folks have told us is the state of our, uh, of our finances, uh, the state of our economy. And uh, clearly they've, they've, rec- they've made some recommendations on how we ought to fix it. But most of all, we went out and sold Albertans, led them to see that we got a serious we had a problem. And uh, that is, that's, that's, that's using leadership and the capital that leaders have to go out and, and use that capital, to put it on the line and say, look, we screwed up. We've made some mistakes. Uh, people before us have made mistakes. And, and we are not going to continue the mistakes of the past. We're going to figure out a way to dig our way out of this ditch. Is that what your first recommendation then would be to the NDP government or whatever government comes into power uh, in, in next year? Yeah, I think the most important thing is make sure we got the facts. Make sure that, that they are believable, that they're transparent, that there's no hidden agenda here. And then uh, and if, if the government can't do it because it's not credible of any strike, this is not a partisan issue. It is getting the facts. And so Albertans truly understand. And there's something remarkable about we prairie people. We're pretty pragmatic that when there's a problem, we, for the most part, we don't tend to kick the ball, kick the can down the road. We say, you got a problem? I understand it. Now let's go fix it. And so that, that is clearly one of the things that I would encourage the current government and uh, any future governments to do exactly the same thing. Where do you see the issues right now? I, I know you get kind of an outside look of things and you're not getting into the, the minutia of each budget line item. But uh, from a from a kind of global perspective, what do you see as maybe the big issue facing this government right now? The, the biggest issue facing any Alberta government today and over the next five years is jobs, is jobs and the economy and making the, and helping, helping the economy to become robust again and helping job creators, usually men and women who own and operate businesses, helping them to have the confidence that they should go out and hire one or two. Ask any number of people. You ask folks along 17th Avenue Southwest or Southeast or 16th Avenue, just go up and down that street and ask them what could the provincial and municipal levels of government actually do to lighten the weight of government on you and your business, whether it's taxes, property taxes, income taxes, corporate taxes, whether it's 
employment standards or whether it's environmental standards that that do they really really need to uh, meet certain uh, heavy obligations that simply cause the the cost that business more money cause it to have less confidence cause the the owners to say no i'm not going to hire any more people this year uh, there's just too much uncertainty and if we could figure out a way to lighten the 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 load the weight of government on business in Alberta without sort of violating our, our, our beliefs that we've got to operate with clean uh, energy, clean environmental standards, ethical standards, respect for, for gender and for reject, respect for diversity. None of that has to be compromised when we say that those are givens. But in this day and age, how could government lighten its weight on those job creators in our Alberta economy? What do you say to those who think we focus too much maybe on the bottom line, in a sense, and not enough on, I'll call it good debt, or the, the we need the infrastructure now, and we'll turn around when you say, hey, we need to watch our spending, we'll turn around and say, oh, well, you're, you're going to cut services, you're going to cut staff, or that kind of thing. What do you say to those people who think that, you know, this is all about cutting? Look, there are, st- there are lies, and there are damn lies, and there are statistics. But let me give you three simple facts. In 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 the last 15 years, our 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 population growth in Alberta has been about 35 percent. In the last 15 years, Alberta government revenues have risen by 87, let's say 90 percent. In the last 15 years, the provincial government's program spending has grown by 150 percent. It's it's not it's 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 not. It's, it's complex. It's mm. difficult. But those three numbers alone tell you, hey, there's a red light flashing or there's an amber light flashing that we better say, pay attention to and figure out how can we how can we spend that money that we're currently making better so that our citizens and our businesses and our unions and our universities and our hospitals are 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 delivering better services are weight are reducing wait times and delivering better outcomes learning or health outcomes and if we went with that attitude and said with that filter that that focus and said how could we make government better that we're not going to light our hair on fire and say we've got to cut across the board 25 percent i'm not and i don't know i didn't hear anybody today at the school of public policies uh, session in edmonton say those words they did not say them but if we don't figure out a way to 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 put the government and put all governments on a diet on a spending diet uh, Albertans are going to uh, are going to turn on governments and say, "If you guys won't do it, we'll find somebody who will." The NDP ran on diversifying the economy to get away from what they claimed was the boom bust cycle of oil and gas. Are we getting any closer to that diversity at the end of the day? Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I'm economists who can give you chapter and verse on that. But to be fair, you know, it's not like. We, we are we are an energy economy. We're not just an oil and gas economy. We've got, we've, uh, you know, we've got Alberta many Alberta companies who are the largest wind generators uh, generators of electricity in the country, and and so when I think 
of, of diversity and diversification, we've, we've got that going on right now. But that doesn't mean that you turn your back on resources in this, that we have in this province and across the country. We, we have the wealth and the, you know, somebody said in this session today that our middle income, that, that middle income stretch of, of Canadians have good, strong middle incomes, largely because of resource development, not just oil and gas, but because of, of forestry, uranium, agriculture, mining, fisheries. That, that has been the mainstay of the Canadian economy. And it's our strength. Don't turn our backs on that strength, because out of that strength comes comes the diversity and the diversification that you're talking about. But you don't cut off your left leg uh, and your right leg and say, "Gosh, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna diversify our economy." Uh, you you build on the strengths that you have uh, rather than say, "Gosh, let's just import Nigerian or Venezuelan oil." Tell me about their gender policies. Tell me about their their human rights and their uh, and and their diversification. They, they don't have it. How does the government get its finances back on track? Former Alberta Treasurer Jim Dinning is our guest. I wanted to ask you quickly about a couple of tweets of support you showed to UCP leader Jason Kenney on his trip to India. Some view it as being prudent. Others think it's presumptuous. Is this a good idea by him to get the ball rolling as it doesn't seem like we have a federal government going to bat for Alberta? This is not a zero-sum game. And when and, and the next time there's a change in government... If, if when that comes, and I'm confident and hopeful that it will, I would welcome. I would say, Miss Notley, and your and your economic affairs person, that if you can make headway by going to India, or going to Russia, or going to Brazil, or anywhere in the world, to help Canadian and Alberta companies to get more sales, that'll create more employment, more jobs, stronger communities. I'd say, bring it on. If you can do that, and so stop this this childishness of saying, oh, only only the Alberta government person can go there. No, everybody should be part of this heavy lifting. And I applaud Mr. Kenny for for taking members of his caucus over there to build relationships that in the end create more jobs for Alberta families. Whether you're part of the governing party or part of the opposition, it shouldn't matter. There's too much heavy lifting to be done by too many or too few people. So why would you tell somebody, don't go and do something that's good for Alberta, for Calgarians in our case, uh, who, who, who are looking for a chance? I want my kids, as they graduate from university, my grandkids now, to be able to know, I got a job here. And if it's connected to somebody who went and built a relationship with an Indian business, and they're, and they got, they're working in a company that's got 10 employees uh, shipping their product over there, bring it on. Former Provincial Treasurer Jim Dinning, thank you so much for the time this afternoon. Thank you very much. What a novel idea. Nonpartisan solutions to problems we have. It almost feels like that partisan part of our brain gets in the way lately. And it's kind of, that's the part that's really divided us. Instead of saying, okay, we've all been elected as a group, 87 MLAs here in Alberta is the example. 
Doesn't matter what stripe. We're all going to work together for the common goal. We may send members from the opposition over to India or to the United States or whatever the case may be. Instead, everybody seems to want to talk in their own silos. And all they want to do is forward their own agenda in hopes that maybe they can win the next election. And this is nothing new, don't get me wrong, but it's been simmering for a while. And I got the sense in talking to Jim there that the childishness, as he put it, needs to stop. 